The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. The HSE is cutting down on outside agency spending by 250 million euro. According to the HSE service plan for 2024, uh, plans are also being considered to convert agency staff to back to being HSE employees because many of them have left the HSE. What pressures will all of this uh, put on the health system given we have a hiring freeze? Well, joining me now is columnist with the Irish Medical Times and retired consultant in emergency medicine, Chris Lou. Chris, good morning. Good morning, Pat. Now, it's, it's interesting. We have a hiring freeze, but presumably the hiring freeze would not extend to c- the conversion of agency staff into full-time staff. Yeah, I mean, it, I, I have to say that it's, it can't be good for morale hearing this, this news. And, you know, on, in, in the longer term, I am sympathetic with the idea of reducing the reliance of the health service on, on agency staff. Because, uh, you know, there, there are all sorts of, of, of issues with, with agency. Basically, it's an erratic sort of provision of, of personnel. Um, but at the same time, to, to do this sort of uh, urgent pruning in the short term, well, I think will cause difficulty with morale. I think it'll even worsen our, 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 our chronic retention and recruitment uh, processes. And I think it will affect function. I, I can't see it not affecting function. Yeah. I mean, just yesterday we had 607 people on trolleys which was merely the latest metric of the the constant the perennial uh, overcrowding at the, at, the, at the front line in the health mm. service so I, I just cannot see this sort of I mean fairly brutal uh, cutbacks yeah. in well, terms what, what of agency I'm, what I'm looking at I'm trying to figure this out I don't have the detail of the plan but I'm just looking at some of the reports uh, pay costs will be cut by 80 million through the conversion of agency staff to HSE and you can understand uh, for the same number of hours if you've got a staff person you pay, you know, their PRSI and all the rest of it. When you're paying an agency, on top of all of that, there is the commission that the agency has to earn to make a profit and its administration and so on. Um, So, you know, that would work. But the extra money, does that mean cutting down on the numbers employed? Does Who's going to be deprived of a service if, you know, so many people are being put uh, onto staff? That saves 80 million but the under the other 170 million, how are those savings to be made? Well, I would have. I, I thought the, I thought these were separate. I thought that there was just basically a slashing of 250 million, and then an, an extra 80 million to be served by, as you say, converting. But you know, the thing is this, Pat. You know, the reason why there's such a reliance on the agency, uh, the, the locum agency, is because of uh, the dissatisfaction and the unhappiness of staff with the existing HSE uh, terms and conditions and so forth. I mean, what agency work offers is flexibility for people who need to have portfolio careers, who have caring uh, responsibilities or who have, you know, long commutes and on. And, on. and there's a big, long list of reasons why people opt for agency work. It also tends to be better paid. So you can do fewer days uh, and get on with the rest of your life to some of these are also some, some of the some of the of the, of the reasons mm. that people do agents and that, that's not going to go away suddenly you know the, the, the backstory for each individual who opts for agency work is not going to go away suddenly simply because yeah. uh, of, of an economic cutback so, by the HSE. So obviously the people who are agency workers have accumulated all the qualifications and skills needed uh, for the jobs that they are uh, being put into on a daily basis or a weekly basis or a, however it, it might work. So is it your belief that most of them are ex-HSE? 
Oh yeah, I mean uh, most um, most medical locums would be conventionally trained doctors, for example, who uh, maybe uh, have a hiatus in their career, or they want a hiatus, or they're, for example, waiting to go to Australia in a month or two, so that there's a period in which they can earn a little bit of extra money, uh, or they're simply unhappy with the, the scheme that they, they that they're employed in. I mean, a lot of the schemes, as you as we saw last week uh, about the, the unhappiness of a lot of the doctors in training having to to, to, to relocate you know, every few months from, say, Dublin to Letterkenny mm. to Galway to, 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 to Wexford. You know, these sort of, you know, really sort of old-fashioned sort of, sort of arrangements, which are incredibly disruptive. And are, I mean, I'm, this generation simply see them as, un, as unacceptable. And when confronted with those sort of choices, many simply say, well, look, I'm going to quit the conventional scheme and I'm going to just DIY. Um, some of the texts coming in, agency workers may cost more per hour, but their overall cost is much less when you take into account annual leave and maternity leave and so on. Uh, presumably, if they're agency, they're freelancers, they pay their own taxes and so on, and therefore they are not entitled to maternity leave. They have their babies on their own time. Well, you know, that, that's, a, that's one of the sort of calculations that may be made. But from my point of view, as somebody who struggled for the, the three and a half decades, or, well, certainly for three decades as a consultant, to, you know, to staff uh, large and small emergency departments on both sides of the IRC, you know, uh, agency staff can be, a, can, can be a huge relief, you know, at, at very short notice. But at the, at the same time, it becomes a kind of vicious circle. The more you employ uh, agency staff, the more people see the opportunity of working uh, as an agency uh, uh, you know, employee because of the money. And that tends to be very disruptive of the staffing. Uh, and of course, if you've got disruptive staffing, you've got disruptive performance. And, you know, like, for example, you can be, I've, I've had times when I'm facing into a Saturday night in one of the big EDs I've worked in over the years and, and, and nobody has turned up for a night shift and eventually the locum arrives. And sometimes literally have flown in from some other city or some other island uh, uh, to, to staff. And, they, you know, you're taking an hour or two to induct them, to show them where everything is in the midst of all the mayhem that characterizes, you know, your typical big ED on, on a Saturday night. So, you know, it, it, it's far from, from perfect. I mean, what the ideal locum to some extent is somebody from your own hospital, someone you know, someone who's been trained locally. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, but at, at the same time, you know, the, the bottom line is they're doing locum work because of, you know, their own very personal reasons, which are not going to go away simply because of cutbacks. So this is a, um, an accounting exercise. The plan says the cost of running the health service at its current level is likely to exceed the funding allocation for this year. So this is, uh, they're bringing the knife to something that, you know, is not their payroll. Agency is, it comes out of uh, the, the overall budget, I suppose, but it's not directly on their payroll. So they don't have to cut their staff. They look around, who can we cut? The agencies. Yeah, well, you know, the agencies are, are a, a pretty obvious target for, 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 for HQ and for the administrations. But as I say, they're, they're not going to go anyways, any anytime soon. You know, the agencies have been very, very, uh, you know, uh, they've, they've flourished for at least 20 years because of the, the churn, because of the exodus to, to Australia, because of the unhappiness over uh, terms, conditions on the part of many. And of course, it's mainly younger staff. Mm. Or, or staff who, who are, as I say, trying to trying to, to find some, somewhere to, to live, and, and there are difficulties, as you know, with accommodation, with commuting, and you just heard about, you know, the conditions, for example, in Galway. All these things feed into uh, the reasons why the agency staffing uh, exists. All right, Chris, thank you very much for joining us. Chris Lou, columnist with the Irish Medical Times, retired consultant in emergency. 
The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk.